Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the first book of Kings. Ahab sent to all the children of Israel and had the prophets assemble on Mount Carmel. Elijah appealed to all the people and said, How long will you straddle the issue? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal, follow him. The people, however, did not answer him. So Elijah said to the people, I am the only surviving prophet of the Lord, and there are 450 prophets of Baal. Give us two young bulls. Let them choose one, cut it into pieces, and place it on the wood, but start no fire. I shall prepare the other and place it on the wood, but shall start no fire. You shall call on your gods, and I will call on the Lord. Whoever answers with fire is God. All the people answered, Agreed. Elijah then said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one young bull and prepare it first, for there are more of you. Call upon your gods, but do not start the fire. Taking the young bull that was turned over to them, they prepared it and called on Baal from morning to noon, saying, Answer us, Baal. But there was no sound and no one answering. And they hopped around the altar they had prepared. <coughs> when it was noon, Elijah taunted them, Call louder, for he is a god and may be meditating, or may have retired, or may be on a journey. Perhaps he is asleep and must also be awakened. They called out louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until blood gushed over them. Noon passed, and they remained in a prophetic state until the time for offering sacrifice. But there was not a sound. No one answered, and no one was listening. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come here to me. When the people had done so, he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been destroyed. He took twelve stones for the number of tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the Lord had said, Your name will be Israel. He built an altar in honor of the Lord with the stones, and made a trench around the altar, large enough for two measures of grain. When he had arranged the wood, he cut up the young bull and laid it on the wood. Fill four jars with water, he said, and pour it over the burnt offering and over the wood. Do it again, he said, and they did it again. Do it a third time, he said, and they did it a third time. The water flowed around the altar, and the trench was filled with the water. At the time for offering sacrifice, the prophet Elijah came forward and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant, and have done all these things by your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me that this people may know that you, Lord, are God, and that you have brought them back to their senses. The Lord's fire came down and consumed the burnt offering, wood, stones, and dust, and it lapped up the water in the trench. Seeing all this, the people fell prostrate and said, The Lord is God. The Lord is God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord, are you. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. They multiply their sorrows who court other gods. Blood libations to them I will not pour out, nor will I take their names upon my lips. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. O Lord, my allotted portion and cup, you it is who hold fast my lot. I set the Lord ever before me, with him at my right hand I shall not be disturbed. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. You will show me the path of life, fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law, until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The first reading today is a passage from the Old Testament that I often refer to, one of my favorite events, because it speaks so clearly and dramatically to what you and I must do every day. Ahab was one of the evil kings, breaking the covenant and leading the people to break the covenant through the worship of idols that went under the name of Baal, the Baals, these, these fake gods that were worshipped at altars and what were called high places. And the king was actually leading, and Ahab's wife was Jezebel, leading the people into this false worship, breaking the covenant with the true God. And Elijah, the name means, my God is Yahweh. This is a prophet who was calling the people to complete fidelity to Yahweh, the Lord God, the true God in whom we all believe. This event, more than any, shows what his name means. And he challenges the people, how long will you straddle the issue? How long will you straddle the fence? One translation of this verse is, how long will you wobble along with two opinions? How long will you try to have it both ways? You can only have one Lord of your life. This is what Elijah, and again, a name which means my God is Yahweh, and none other. It's the first commandment, isn't it? I am the Lord your God. I am. That's how the God begins all the commandments. I am. 
and therefore give yourself completely to me. Let me be the Lord of all your life. Don't let me be the Lord of 90% of your life and you leave the other 10% to other gods or other pursuits or other loyalties. Don't try to divide your loyalty between me and yourself. I am the Lord your God of every aspect of your life, of every thought, of every action, of every place you go, of everything you do. And if I am the Lord, then act that way. Decide it. One of the key words, you know, for spiritual life and spiritual growth is integration. What's our center of gravity? Is everything we do and want and plan and decide, is everything contributing to and revolving around a single center of gravity? Because if we're not integrated in that way, then we're divided, we're scattered. Sin scatters. Christ unites. This reading is a call for that integration. Don't try to have it both ways. Don't try to believe just part of the teaching, part of the gospel, and leave the rest to be Take it or leave it, be optional. Integrate yourself around one total commitment to one God. And so Elijah is challenging the people. And you see what happens here. It's a demonstration of the reality of God. He taunts the false prophets, and so should we. They try to shove their immorality down our throats and down the throats of our children and grandchildren. They try to hijack the processes by which public policy is made and lead us in their godless directions. One of the things that the worship of the Baals entailed, by the way, was the ancient equivalent of what we now have as abortion. The sacrifice of children to the Baals, to Molech, the sacrifice of children by fire, and it was by the, because of the shedding of innocent blood that God ultimately brought about the exile, both of the northern kingdom by the Assyrians and the southern kingdom by the Babylonians with the burning of the city of Jerusalem and of the temple and the exile. It was because of the shedding of innocent blood. God hates the shedding of innocent blood. We should mock the false prophets because they are false and they are destructive, and they need to be rebuked. Elijah says to them, oh, call louder. He's not answering. Literally, one of the translations of one of the parts of the verse here is maybe he's in the restroom. He knew there was no God listening there, and that's why he was urging the people, don't waste your time following false gods. And so it is for us today. How many false gods are in our culture today? How many false worship is around us? How much? How much error? How much falsehood? How many invitations to lead us astray? Can you believe what you're seeing on the news and in the social media now of people dragging children to drag queen events? What on earth, or maybe we should say, what in hell is this? 
dragging children to these events? Well, of course, brothers and sisters, because just as we have a great commission from Jesus Christ to make disciples of all the nations and build up his kingdom, so those on the side of evil have their commission too. To they have their dark evangelization. They have their anti-gospel. They have their anti-catechesis. They have their youth ministry too in the service of evil. We should not at all be surprised. We should be horrified. We should be outraged, but not surprised when we see the lovers of evil, when we see the modern-day worshipers of Baal literally pulling these children into their perverse world. But it's empty. Their false gods weren't on a journey. They weren't even in the bathroom. They weren't there at all. And so it is with the lure of temptation today, the culture of death, the woke cancel culture, and all the garbage that they believe in, it's empty. It's devoid of truth. It's devoid of any persuasiveness. And it's empty because it never brings fulfillment, happiness, or peace to the human spirit. Never. It may have the appearance of doing so. It may put somebody on a high for a while. But it ultimately ends in the same way that it ended for these prophets who were going through this challenge of Elijah, ends up with nothingness. They were slashing themselves. This is what happens to the other side. We see them doing it now as they see their so-called constitutional right to abortion about to be taken away from them by the Supreme Court. They're slashing themselves. They're going crazy. These prophets went crazy too. They had gone down the wrong road. They had made a covenant with death. But God's word says the covenant of death will be annulled. You and I must challenge those today in the world and in the church. Stop straddling the fence. Notice uh, in the prayer that Elijah says to the Lord before he sends down the fire and makes all the people fall down and worship him. He says, Lord, bring your people back to their senses. Isn't it true, and Senator Marco Rubio at an event I was with him at recently in Mar-a-Lago said this. He said, the battle is, is not only between good and evil. We know it's between good and evil. But what we are battling here in our culture is not simply a battle between left and right or between Republican and Democrat. It is a battle between common sense and insanity. When we can't say what a baby is, we can't say what a woman is, we can't say what a peaceful protest is versus a violent rally, we can't say what the difference between reproductive health and dismemberment of children in the womb. It's insanity. And yet it's all around us. Elijah was the only surviving prophet of the Lord, and he said there's 450 of these fake prophets. Of course, it's not that uneven for us. There are more of us than there are of them. But they are often louder, more frantic, 
we must get louder. We must, above all, stop straddling the fence, and we must challenge those in the church. And I include people here like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. They want to be identified as devout Catholics. Sorry, it doesn't work. How long will you straddle the issue? Oh, I'm a Catholic, but oh, I'm pro-choice and reproductive rights demands the right to abortion throughout pregnancy and without restriction. I am a devout Catholic. I say my rosary. I support the expansion of abortion rights. I receive communion. I want to uphold Roe versus Wade. How long will you straddle the fence? It can't be done. If the Lord is God, serve him. If Baal is God, serve him. If the Lord is God, embrace life. If Baal is God, then embrace death. But don't try to have it both ways. This is the message of Elijah. This is the challenge we make to the people of our times. May all of us fall down and worship and pray the words that the people here prayed. The Lord is God. The Lord is God. And we will worship Him not with most of our thoughts, not with 90% of our activities, but with total 100% devotion. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.